What up, y'all? We back again with another podcast episode. Uh, this one we're talking with Ryan's brother Ethan, uh, chopping it up a little bit about um, the ability to stay in the present moment, but mostly just about love versus lust, some of the differences. And um, yeah, really enjoyed talking with these guys. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. And uh, also, just wanted to do a disclaimer. In while we're talking about love, I mentioned that um, it's not impossible to love yourself without experiencing God's love first. But I'm thinking about it right now, just kind of listen through, and it is impossible because I even bring up a point about experiencing the love through another person. But the only way that person can actually show that love is by them experiencing it from God. So you're just basically getting it from God, just through another person, but it's the same love. So, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. Um, and, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, have a good good night, day, week, whatever. I just hope your life is filled with joy and purpose and that this podcast is a blessing to other people. Um, that they can just continue to, you know, learn about God and seek, seek purpose and seek love every single day. So, love y'all. Hope you enjoy. Alright, y'all. Should we introduce him? Yeah, no introduction you, is really needed. Oh, you got, you got it, it Ryan. You got introduction it. Introduction is definitely needed. You got it, Ryan. Introduce him, bro. So, nice little guest out here today, Ethan Brom, my older brother. He is a nice, loving man. He's going to Cotter next year to play volleyball. Some skills, and he's faithful and he's just a great man of spirituality and yeah that's all i anything else to add johnny uh in my 11th grade year uh at this tournament called westerns he missed a, a layup to win the bronze game, with- game. <laughs> yeah did i <laughs> never I- forget I no, I do. I try to forget. And never forget when I shot a two instead of a three in the TBI final. You ever watch you get broken by a player on Frank Hurt as well? Nah, that one wasn't embarrassing. The the shooting the two instead of the three, that one's embarrassing. That's just stupid. I don't know how you do that. Like, yeah, it happens. I don't know how I missed the layup. Actually, I do know how I missed. How did you miss that layup? Okay, so. When I was sitting on the bench, I didn't know. I'm standing up for this. I'm walking around. I didn't know it was going to happen. I thought Parker was going to take the shot, but it crossed through my mind. Um, Like, maybe I'll get a rebound. Maybe I'll put it up. I was like, wow, that'd be awesome. I'd be like the coolest kid at school the next day. And when the play came, I dove. I had the layup, right-hand layup. I'm right-handed, very easy. It came into my hand, and I was going up. I For like a split second, my mind went from the top of the square to like – the crowd rushing on and like lifting me up mm. like i swear to god in that like half a second like not even that my mind was like you're about to make this you're about to be the goat you're about to be everyone's beloved and then i missed and then everyone hated me <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't in the present moment either. no i wasn't for that split second it cost me a lot see kids this is why you have to stay present that splits all it took. All it took was a split second of indecision. Wild how all those thoughts can go in your head. Just split yeah, that's crazy. Dude, like I was really imagining like high school musical walking around, everyone like high five me and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't focused on the task. Dude, it was a layup too. This dude, a straight layup. Dude said high school musical. <laughs> Troy Bolton. <laughs> that boy's trying to be Troy Bolton. Shout out Troy Bolton. I don't even so know. Who, who would have been your Vanessa? Bro, or Gabriella? CC, we know the answer to that. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to... <laughs> yeah, bro. If, if Ethan, if you were on that meditation grind, then you would have hit that layup. I don't know about that. <laughs> 
but because I think that wasn't even meditation. I think that was just I don't know. I feel like because like the, the 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 desire to be liked by by me was wanted for such a long time because I didn't really have friends in middle school. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I was given that shine for like let's say I'd say grade eleven, I started got that like I started to get more so friends. People started to know me. Mm-hmm. That like I was just thinking about like this is gonna be the next thing in my chapter for people liking me. I didn't even like like myself at the time, so it was a tough. I don't even know if meditation would have helped with that. So it, well, it would have helped. It definitely would have helped you stay present. Yeah. So you probably would have hit the shot. <laughs> and then after you hit the shot, then you would have thought more about. Oh, I would have gone so hard that night if I hit that shot. Didn't you go hard that night when you missed the shot? I didn't go at. <laughs> As I would have, <laughs> bro. He was the heat, bro. We had the thing when we were at the party after that. Every hour, he had to go outside in the snow and practice the layup. Dude, that was self-inflicted. No one even told me that either. <laughs> I was that? hurting. You just did a layup every hour. Every hour, I'd have to go make ten, and I missed. I had to keep going, and I'm not gonna lie, I didn't go. I didn't make all of them. Yeah, nah, he missed a lot. I still missed. I remember you missing a lot of them. I remember you missing a lot of them outside. It was cold. It was cold. You did it was head for ten from two feet. They're hard. It's not not it's not no, that the layups not. are hard. It's I was fighting with my own demons that night, man. I was in a really? tough mental state. Really? It's it's wild how complex like meditation is and the fact that if you probably like locked in on meditation at that time and were like yeah you just locked in on it and put in work with meditation that you would have been able to control your ego for that split second and been locked in and made that layup like after you probably still would have gone crazy oh yeah but you had the you would have had the ability to control your ego until you wanted it to Because you would have just been focused on the task at hand. Like, your mind probably wouldn't have went there. Probably would just have been focused on playing the game or winning the game. And then after you win the game, then maybe that's when the demons would have started attacking you more. I also probably could have had, like, 15 that game if I was present in the moment and was less anxious. Yeah. I would have been – we would have won by more. It would not have been up to me. Like, I don't know. bro. I feel like if I was on that meditation grind, I would have had 40. I think I could have put up 15 and 10 every game. But, you know, other I pathways. believe it too, bro. Seeing you hoop today, I was like, dang, Ethan's you got a jumper. He's got that little spin hook. You see that rebound I grabbed? I grabbed some huge rebound. I slapped the ball too. <laughs> this guy does not care about scoring like six straight. He says that rebound I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. He cooked, he cooked for that little split second where he had three possessions in a row. Six straight points. But he's not happy about that. He's happy. He's a, he liked that. that rebound, though. That burst. Not that burst. volleyball burst. No, no, the thing one, is. No one remembers the rebound. Zero. Like, <laughs> no one? No. It was on you. <laughs> this dude's bragging about a rebound. I'm dead. No, because <laughs> I've never had balance before. Like, <laughs> he has like, been yamming. He did yam. He, he did. I, like, some yam fries. Been four? No. But yeah, like, not Ben for more like McDonald's, Arby's. No. Actually, no, McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's fries are the best of those. They hit, but there's no yam fries at McDonald's. That is true. White Spot Fairy Fairies on the ferry at like the White Spot going to Victoria. Yeah. You take them to the lake. Wait, no, what is it? The ocean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So this, I've been holding this story in for like four weeks. So. I've been waiting oh, to tell this. And I need, I need, I've, I've had my own thoughts about it, but I want to see your interpretation of this story. Okay. Right, go off, go so off. I was, I do a lot of my thinking when I'm driving, right? Cause I drive, I used to, I drive down to the coast quite a bit, like every two weeks. Yeah. So this time I wanted to do it without any music and I wanted to see how far I could go. Mm-hmm. So I was wearing these dark shades cause I like to wear my cool sunglasses when I'm driving. So I was just sitting there thinking and I look at my odometer and it's an odometer, I think. And it goes, three, three, three. There's like, three, three, three. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a good sign. But it may just be a fluke, right? Mm-hmm. Car yeah. ahead of me, license plate, three, three, three. So I was like, 
oh man what oh man i'm about to get some i'm about to get some knowledge or something so i start looking i start looking i'm like i pulled my sunglasses down to look around not the most safe driving but i was like trying to be aware and trying to see something and i put my sunglasses back on and i looked at the sky and it wasn't like a super beautiful sunset but like when i put the dark sunglasses on the lenses on like the sky like lit up and there was like beams of light everywhere and it was like super angelic and stuff so like mm. let's, i want to hear interpretations because i've thought about this enough first of all did you did you look up do you know offhand what the spiritual meaning or angelic meaning of 333 is? no i was i didn't look it up i was waiting for this all right let, let me look it up first yeah we gotta we gotta google google johnny okay i'll go in under 333 jamie me. pull that up <laughs> Shout out Rogan. Shout out Joseph. I think I'm gonna name my kid Joseph. So I feel like that's a middle name. Ah uh, nah. That a looming decision needs your attention. Ethan, what decision was that? I broke up with my girlfriend like two weeks after. Was that word? A- was that a- I didn't even know about this. <laughs> Shout out. We're not name dropping. Is this the same? Is this the girl that dapped us all up at your crib? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Was that was that decision weighing on you at that time? Um, it wasn't wearing weighing on me at the time, but I had been thinking about it since January because it was going to be long distance, and I knew I had to break up with her. So I would say it was like not directly on my mind, but it was somewhere in the back. Okay, so. This is like this is more of like a spiritual thing, not a biblical thing on this reading, I believe. But it says seeing three 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 repeatedly may be a sign that a looming decision needs your attention. It's a signal that the path you're ahead or the path ahead is clear for moving forward. The three 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 angel number indicates that despite your fears, anxieties, mislaid plans, or wrong turns, you're on the right path. Okay, well now I feel much better about doing that decision. <laughs> Yeah, I got the same thing with the angel number stuff. I'm trying to see, like, biblical meaning, but not I'm... much is really coming out. But that sounds hard, though. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, I had to see something through a different lens as well. Like, my perspective needed to be changed mm-hmm. to make that decision. I don't know. But that was just my story, and I wanted to tell it. It wasn't, like, the most fantastic, but I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> no, that definitely is pretty cool, bro. Those are like the little things where you kind of just like, you don't really know what it means, but it's like, this is cool though. It had, it, I knew it meant something because it was like, yeah. what are the, it meant something because like it was the like night and day between my sunglasses and my normal eyes. So I was like, whoa, that's really, it was trippy and it was like really cool and I probably should have my eyes on the road, but it was just like a really cool experience. And, yeah. and what, do, what do you think, like at that time when you saw it, did you think, someone was trying to tell you something whether that be god or just yeah this decision that was weighing on your mind i think it was probably god telling me to say it maybe it was just the universe god whatever you want to call it but i think it, it, i think i knew i needed to do it but i didn't look into it now but i eventually did make that decision on my own will mm-hmm. maybe god's will as well but i made the decision was, um so the decision was there more to it than just the long distance well, long distance, and I wanted to focus on my craft and for school being volleyball. But mm-hmm. the real ideal reason was, like, this is my mentality, is I didn't want to so much choke out the relationship. I wanted to give it, like, the time and the energy and all the stuff I needed to give it because I love her. This is, like, a, this is, like something I feel really strongly about. Yeah. And, I want, and if me being, say, nine hours away, I knew I wouldn't be able to give her the attention and the energy that the relationship needed. So I wanted to break it off, really focus up on my volleyball before I go to Cranbrook and just get locked in and find myself before I leave. That's very fair. And like, That's a very mature decision. Kudos to you, sir. Thank you. Now that you've done that, how do you feel? Do you feel more clarity? I feel clarity because it's, it's not weighing on my mind. After the first couple of days, I was pretty down. I don't know if you noticed it around the house. Oh, yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> I was pissed. I was like, Rose. Yeah, I, I wasn't so much, I've most, I wasn't so much like depressed. I was kind of just sad that I did it and I wanted to be with her. But like I knew mm. it was the decision I had to make. 
like the hardest choices require the strongest wills. Yeah. So I made that decision and I rocked with it. And I think it's going to be the better one for me. Yeah. Sure. That's tough. That's good though, too. Cause like, like we're men, bro. Like we got to make decisions. You know what I mean? Not saying women don't have to make decisions. Don't like skew my words and like think Johnny like, is a sexist. Don't do that. But I'm just saying like sometimes you just got to like, you just got to do what you got to do pretty much. Like we as people have to make decisions. Johnny, did I just hear you're a sexist? Yeah, you, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Spread it all over the land, guys. Johnny hates women. Spread it. <laughs> spread it all over the land. No, but like Please. I agree with you. Like I think at the end of the day, you need to know yourself best and be able to have the strength and the capacity to make that decision. For sure. I agree. I want to have something that we don't all agree on so we get some like heated arguments. Wait, what do we not all agree on? I don't know. I don't know either, bro. Well, Ryan, what's our next topic, bro? Okay, well, we're we're in love right now and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out Kendrick, Love or Lust. Love or Lust. Good concert. That's going to be the title, by the way. I think it should be Johnny hates women question mark question wow, mark. Wow! Like, like get some clickbait. Like clickbait. <laughs> we, we advertise the the podcast. I posted on the Instagram hashtag Johnny hates woman question mark question mark quotation mark incel question mark. <laughs> Listen to find out. That's so crazy. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> But yeah, love versus lust. This this is an interesting topic. So, Ethan, I first Ethan read one of the hardest things ever to me that he's ever said, like a month ago, maybe more, around a month ago. And Ethan just put that out there because that's elite. Okay, well, I thought it was a Bible verse, so like I was like hesitant to quote it, but because I thought it wasn't my own. But the quote is, "Desire without love is lust." That's it's one of my it's one of my quotes desire without love is lust can you expound upon that well say you like something like let's let's say you like this girl and she's fine af she's got a nice body she's like she likes to do the things you like to do but say you don't click on a spiritual level you don't really like her like that if you want to do things with her without the desire to love her and nurture her and have that connection i would think that is lust 100%. You got lost in the sauce. And I think that's such a hard thing to balance, just the mix between desire and lust, or desire and love. Yeah, because your dick takes over, because you're like, maybe maybe I do love this girl. Yeah. but <laughs> I don't know. That You know what? And that's so crazy that you guys say that, because so many people, they like, I mean, I guess they don't look down upon it, but they just like they find it so hard to like be in a relationship and not have sex whereas i find it hard to have sex in a relationship when i don't really know how i feel about a girl yet because that can just blind you yeah because when you're thinking with your dick you're not really like thinking with your heart you're not thinking at all you're not thinking at all it'll convince you you'll be like man maybe maybe you really do like this girl and it's like trying to poison you. Yeah, bro. You start to overcompensate. And then then that's where you start to change yourself. Yeah. She really starts to become an idol to you. Like, for real. Whip out the Bible verse. From the heart. Yep. I think the line is very fine, though. Like I think guys... it is pretty fine. I think it could it could be even finer, though. Yeah. I, I just like... don't know how, though, because, like, it's, like, desire without love. It's, like, okay, what do you mean by desire? Because I can desire, like, to play basketball. But you also love basketball. Yeah, but it's, like, how do you know I love basketball is the thing. It's, like, what's the definition of how do you know it's love and not desire? Stop finding holes in my quote. No, I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying to play devil's advocate a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like when you when you know you love something, you know you do. Because like 
in all phases, you know, you love someone, even when it's going good or bad, or maybe yeah. they're pissing you off. If yeah. it's love, it's love. And it's unconditional. Like, I feel like I have an unconditional love for basketball, even though I play, I don't play much anymore. When I go out there, I could be playing terrible, but I still love it because it's something I do. I feel like that applies to like a relationship as well for when you're not getting that physical emotion that you want, that touch, maybe sex, not spending enough time with each other, or maybe one of the, one of them is, if you love them, it should always be there. Mm -hmm. I think you hit the nail on the head. Cause that's what I was going to say. Like there's a Bible verse. There's actually a whole Bible scripture that talks about love. First Corinthians 13 for anyone who wants to just like read about real love. It's in verse eight. It says, love never fails. And I feel like in the, in, a, in the society we live in today, people might frown upon that. Like, oh, like love never fails. Like you're crazy. Mm -hmm. But that's what love should be. If you love someone, you really choose them in every situation, whether yep. things are going good or whether things are going bad. So take it, for example, my love for basketball. If I'm playing really well, you know, getting a lot of minutes. Um, you know, I'm 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 a love it the same way as if I'm not playing well, maybe my shots off and people think I'm ass now or they just they think I'm not good anymore. I'm still going to keep doing the things I do. Keep putting in the work. I'm not just going to throw it to the side like oh, I don't like basketball anymore just because of these outside forces. You know, I, I'm going to choose the sport every single day. I'm going to choose to put in the work every single day. And it's the same with the relationship with a girl It's like or guy. It's like. Shout out my homosexuals. <laughs> nah, I was I was thinking about girls with guys, but OK, whatever. <laughs> but nah, if you if you choose that person. Johnny's a homophobe? <laughs> Bruh, why, bro? Why? Clip it. Bro, everyone's going to think I'm sexist and I'm a homophobe. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, as I was saying, if you choose that person, you know, you choose them through thick and thin. Um, you know, like Ethan said, when they're annoying you, when they're not annoying you. Um, yeah, love is really a choice. Some may call it loyalty, and loyalty is a part of love. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Really just quoting Kendrick today. Dropping really the whole damn. I really think that was just was that was what was on his mind, you know? He just wanted to talk about love because he was seeing where the world was going. And he wanted to kind of... Well, he throws a little lust in there as well, a little pride. Kendrick? Exactly. Cause you gotta, you gotta see both sides. You gotta see both sides. Cause lust, on the other hand, lust, on the other hand, gets pissed off real easy, mm -hmm. real short tempered, mm -hmm. real just like impatient. Mm -hmm. Doesn't yep. trust at all. Nope. A lot of doubt. What? A lot of guilt. A lot of like uh, blackmailing. Gaslighting. To get what, to get what that person wants. That's mm -hmm. that's that's what lust does. So. I mean, if you have a significant other or if you're in like a relationship, friendship, whatever, anything that you say that you quote unquote love or someone says they love you, you know, analyze these things. Like, like, is this person impatient with you or are you impatient with this person? You know, do you trust this person or is it just a bunch of like blackmailing and games? Mm -hmm. You know, analyze, analyze your relationships, analyze your friendships, analyze yourself. Start with yourself first. Always mm -hmm. start with yourself first, people, before you point the finger. You know, a Bible verse talks about that as well. You know, take the plank out of your own eye before you take the speck out of your brother's eye. You know, analyze yourself first. See what's wrong with you first. What can you fix inside of yourself first before you go to somebody and give them a suggestion? And I, I think a big part of that is seeking, like seeing within yourself what you want out of that significant other, whether it's just someone you're trying to mess around with like a f buddy or if it's like someone you actually have genuine feelings for and at just checking your true intentions with that for sure but my favorite thing johnny said here is love never fails and 
I want to ask a question. Do you think above all things, like Ethan right now, he's mm-hmm. breaking up with his girl and going broken up, up. broken up. Sorry, my bad. Past tense. We, yeah. So he's broken up with this girl. He's going out to Cotter to play volleyball. Girlfriend's eight hours away. Do you think this is like theoretically? I'm not gonna make any assumptions, but theoretically, this is his true love. Do you think there is such thing as that one and only love, and they'll be brought together? Uh, yeah. If you want it to be that way, because I feel like true love can show in many different ways. But if you want it to be true love and you want it to be quote unquote soulmates, it can be. You just have to make it work. And if you don't want it to be, then don't make it be. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm with Ethan. Because like I said before, love is a choice. Mm -hmm. So you choose your person and you rock with them forever. You're the fruit of your thoughts. And if you don't want to, if you don't want to eat that fruit, it's not going to be. Because if you, if you're in a position to where, say you have a girlfriend right now and you're scared to commit like hella long term because, oh, there's so many girls out there. Like, first of all, bro, you're probably on TikTok way too long looking at some girl from Australia when you live in damn Kelowna. Like, relax, bro. There's not like, like, that's the other thing about social media. It makes the options seem endless, and it kind of creates anxiety inside of males to where they don't want to commit long-term to a girl because, you know, they don't want to miss out. Bro, but look we'll at Tinder. Get, yeah, and Tinder as well. But we'll get into that maybe later. But to finish my point, if you don't want to commit long-term because you're scared of what you're, like, of what you're going to miss out on, um, that's, that's, not, that's not love. Love is choosing somebody through thick and thin. Love is having a girlfriend, seeing a cute girl at the mall and being like, I still choose my girl, though. You can acknowledge that she is hot. Yeah, you can acknowledge that that's an attractive woman, but she ain't my girl. Or man. Or man. Because there's just something different about your person. And I believe, to answer Ryan's question, yeah, that there is a one true love. Because, like, there's like we're all imper the way how I see it is like we're all just a bunch of imperfect people, like puzzle pieces with holes in it. And it's just like that person has the right holes that fits yours. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me throw let me throw another question out there then. Go ahead. Um, do you think it is possible to love another person to actually yeah, just to love another person without first loving yourself? No, no possible. No impossible literally impossible literally impossible do you guys have any scenarios with this it's more so i feel like when you don't love yourself you look upon other people to do it for you so Mm. you're putting those yourself into false love not i wouldn't even say it's lust it's just misguided yeah so like when you hit that two month mark i did this many times you realize, oh, wait, I don't actually love this person. Mm -hmm. I was just wanting that, excuse me. Yeah. (laughs) I was just wanting that attention, that, that affection that I look external instead of internal. I don't know. You can't Mm -hmm. do it if you don't love yourself. Yeah. It's almost like you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to know what love is before you actually go seek it. And that's a, that's such a, like, that's such an interesting thing because I don't think anyone can really, like, the majority of people really love themselves. I agree with that statement. You can wake up in the morning and say, I'm that guy. I agree with that. And you know why? Very controversial statement. Because, bro, if you haven't felt the love of God, bro, it's very, 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 I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's very, very, very tough to recognize true love like for real i'm telling you that's the greatest love you will ever feel in your entire life no cap mom recording a podcast are you leaving yes that's what i'm telling you okay mom bye i love you that was my mommy shout out johnny's mom mrs howden but yeah um, I forget what I was just saying. 
the love of God is hard to you can't love yourself unless you realize the love of God. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna say you can't, but I'm gonna say it's gonna be like extremely tough because honestly, like the love, the love that God showed me, um, the most patient love, the most kind love, a love that isn't self-seeking because He doesn't need me, like. He doesn't need me, but he chose me anyways. And the gifts that he's given me are beyond any materialistic. It's beyond any talent. He gave me you guys. Like, he gave me you, Ryan. He gave me you, Ethan, Jalen, Mason. Mm-hmm. Gave me Chloe. Like, shout out. Those, like, you guys are my greatest treasure. Mm-hmm. By far. He gave me such a beautiful family, too. Like, a wonderful dad, great brother, great sister, an amazing mother. Like, those are the greatest gifts I've ever received in my life. And for that, for God giving me all you guys, I'm eternally grateful. I don't deserve you guys at all. Like, I'm annoying. I, I can be stubborn. I can be... I'm just... Sometimes I can be a not very nice person, and you guys put up with that, and I I appreciate you guys for real. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you as well. Not like I, so to add on to that point, there is just I appreciate you, but <laughs> move on. But like, <laughs> um, I think God's love is always there, and I think it is there for everyone no matter who you are, whether you realize it, whether you believe in him or not. Like, I think yes. is there. And I think he loves every person. 100%. And, and that's a powerful statement, like, and helps us, like, love thy neighbor as yourself. And, mm-hmm. like, I think that just to recognize that is huge. But I think it's more the acknowledgement of God's love and then the acknowledgement to be able to love yourself. And to acknowledge God's love, I think, is a very big first step in being able to love yourself Mm -hmm. i don't it might not be needed because like you and i we both came to love ourselves through god yeah and are you the same way like would you agree with that or no i I don't know for me at least like i came to love myself through god and i think that is a very powerful thing but i think it's also possible to find to love yourself in other ways and to find that but I'm just saying, like, the way I found my love for myself through God was so easy and such, like, a like just effortless thing to do and just made my life so much better mm-hmm. that, I don't know, maybe yeah. another way, but I this is the way. That's to not- piggyback off that point, right, how did you find God's love? I, being surrounded with wonderful people around me. Exactly. Like, I feel like... I feel like people don't, they don't have to like interact with it directly at first. Like they can just experience another person being so like when you encounter real love, you feel it. Like you're like, this is different because there's so much fake in the world. It's like, you can really, and you almost are like, you, you kind of say like, wow, this is different. But then you're like, but what if it's not though? Like, what if they betray me? Like, what if they stab me in the back? Like, mm-hmm. so like experiencing that real love from other people is a form of feeling it from God. Like, like getting it from God. We're just kind of like His vessels of light. Yeah. Hard. I think the biggest thing for me, for like loving myself and finding God's love, is like realizing that we're made in the image of God. And if God is so divine and so awesome and amazing, how can we really hate ourselves? Cause that's basically just hating God. And the mm. only reason we have our faults is from our own free will and from the devil. So we can't really hate God for what we do to ourselves. Mm-hmm. He made us. We're in his image. We should be loving ourselves. Cause in turn, that's loving him. Facts hard. It was pretty simple for me. It wasn't like super complex. Beautiful. Yeah. But that's just, that's a beautiful statement. Amazing. You got me geeking right now. <laughs> Trying to keep my composure on a podcast here. I got to be professional. <laughs> Get fired up. <laughs> Get lit. It's lit.
Ryan, you still haven't beat me in once in over like Ooh. five years. Ooh. Don't matter. You blamed it on the surface for how for how long since last summer you're like, oh, if we were on a real court, if we were on a real court, fried, easy. Dang. But I'm the- not a rapper. oh my gosh bro i missed every single three today and still beat you so did i Mm -mm. you hit two two for like six oh for six is worse than two for six you're infinitely better at shooting than me i should shoot five for six me and ryan played once and you went four for four (laughs) i won though don't get it twisted, everybody out there. I, I hate 12, to intervene. No, 12-10. Caruso no, just got traded to, to Chicago. Caruso? Who? Caruso. Oh, wow. For who? Uh, He just signed. Oh, oh, free agent? So Chicago's got the two best. Bro, Chicago's <laughs> looking – Chicago's definitely a playoff team. Lonzo, Levine. Vucevic. Uh, Vucevic and Caruso. Who's their coach? Oh, good question. <laughs> Isn't it Vogel? No. Oh, man. Ethan, did you say agrees to return to the Lakers when you were on this podcast? I'm, I'm fired up. <laughs> oh, do I go back to LA? Yeah. That, no, that's a good pickup. For uh, the Billy, third Billy time. Donovan, Billy Donovan is the coach of um, Chicago Bulls. That explains a lot. Billy, me and Ryan were talking about this earlier today. I have never heard any anybody say they like their college coach. Oh, really? Name besides maybe Carlton and like D one and stuff, but like in Canada, you want you want me to name one? Name one. Jonathan Houghton. Oh, like oh you? Yes, me. Head coach. Let's go name a head coach that I like. Yeah. I've only had one university. No, no but like, I feel like, I feel like after all, we know a lot of university players, right? Yeah. They never have anything to good to say about the college coach. Well, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because usually people who go to university, they were either the star player or second best player on their high school team. Yeah. They got all the touches, had a really good relationship with their head coach. And then they go to university. It's a completely different system. They actually have to run a system, and they're not the main focus of the system. So obviously, they're gonna be mad. Mm. That's just that's how it works. And then it takes a little buying into and figuring it out because you're tired of getting yelled at for doing stuff wrong, and you're missing shots because you're frustrated, and that all just compounds into your, oh, I hate the coach. But it's really not like oh, I hate the coach. It's really all those things I was saying, but because. People are kind of immature in that stage. They can't really verbalize everything that's going on. Plus, we don't like to, you know, the ego doesn't like to say those things like, oh, it's my fault. It just just wants to pin the blame. So, therefore, that's why it always just goes on the head coach. And head coaches aren't perfect. They're going to have certain things that, yeah, they're not the best at. But aren't we all, bro? We're all not perfect. Like, nobody's going to fit you perfectly every single time. You know, you just got to find where you fit in, get in, and make the best of that role and just be a star in that role. Mm-hmm. No, that's some knowledge. No. That's fact. Trevor Ariza is also a Laker. They need shooting, dog. And Wayne Ellington. I... Well, he can shoot. Yeah, Wayne Ellington. Oh. He was, he was at Miami, wasn't he? He was in New York. Oh, yes, he was. Oh, yeah, he was in Miami and New York. Yeah. I was thinking about Lust a little bit, just over the bit. I feel mm-hmm. like Lust is like McDonald's. It feels good for that, like, eight minutes. Depends how hungry you are, maybe three minutes. Yep, yep. But it just feels so terrible after. Like, you regret every time. Every time I eat McDonald's, Unless it's like after a tournament, I regret it. I feel terrible after. It just sits. It's greasy. Doesn't feel good. You're all constipated after. I feel like that's the difference between love and lust. It's like a nicely seasoned chicken breast. 
or fruit. Maybe even fruit. I say fruit. Uh, 100%. And I'll even say this, too. Frick, what was I going to say? Hold on, hold on. I'm going to get it back. I'm going to get it back. I'm going to get it back. Pull it back. Oh, my gosh. Where is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yes, yes. Boom. Choose your suffering. Because in both love and lust, I'm sorry, people. It doesn't matter what you pick. You're going to suffer. But you just got to choose what's worth it. Suffering's good, though. Oh, yeah, exactly. For sure. But you got to choose, choose your suffering, though. Do you, Would you rather that, like, would you rather suffer for zero purpose? Like, mm. you suffer for nothing. That That's the worst suffering. Where you just feel empty inside. Like, you, you hold no value. And you're suffering because of that? Or would you rather suffer to love somebody? Because, hold on. Let me pull up this hard quote about love that I sent to Ryan. Like, probably three days ago. It says... There is no safe investment to love it vulnerable, love anything. And your heart will certainly be wrong and possibly be broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give your heart to no one, not even to an animal, wrap it carefully around with hobbies and little luxuries, avoid all entanglements, lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in the cast, but in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, and irredeemable. Damn. So it's like you got to choose to give yourself to someone, to be vulnerable to someone. That's going to hurt a little bit. It's going to hurt a little bit. Would you rather that or would you rather have a cold, unlovable heart where you have no purpose for anyone no desire for anything except for maybe, I don't know, putting an orange ball in a basket. Yep. Even like, Kobe had a wife. That's what I'm saying, bro. And he he even almost messed up. He even almost divorced her. But in the end, he figured it out right before his Achilles tear. But when the music stops, him. when the music stops, bro, you need somebody around you. You need a support system. You need a family. And it's like, at one point in my life, I I chose to be cold-hearted. I chose not to give my heart to anybody. And if you think I did in the past, well, I was faking it completely, 100%. You know who he's talking to. You know who you, know who you are if you're listening to this. <laughs> but no, for real, like, I'm telling you, I've felt both sides. And it's way better to give yourself to somebody because you can do both too. Like I'm still grinding. I, I, man, my love for the game has gone way up, way yeah. up. You also just perform way better. At oh yeah. You're doing because you're happy. And when you're happy, you're confident. And when you're confident, things are just way too easy, way too easy. And you realize that you realize that this game, like it isn't everything. It's you, nothing. Like, I remember like, like, you know, when NBA players have a bad game or whatever, and they're like, don't matter. Like, I get to go home to my wife and kids or whatever. Like, it's for real, though. Like, I have a bad day hooping. It doesn't matter as much. Like, because I know I, I live to hoop another day. Yeah. Unless you're Paul George. I almost bought his shoes today, so I can't hate on him that much. Paul George is nice. What are you talking about? Mm. What you mean, only time he played well is when he didn't have Kawhi. Bro, do you hear what you're saying, bro? Obviously, he's going to play well when the guy who's the most ball-dominant doesn't have the ball in his hands anymore, and he has the ball in his hands. Yeah, but I feel like you should be able to do both. Look at AD and LeBron. Bro, they're two completely different type of players. PG and Kawhi, they're both wings. Okay, well, let's look at – do you want to look at other examples? Yeah, yeah, I do. First of all, okay, we can look at Chris Middleton and Giannis. Bro, again, two completely different types of players. Kyrie and James Harden. That's a point guard and a point guard. That's a point guard and a shooting guard, actually. They're both. Okay. Because guess what? James Harden changed his whole game. And Paul George can't? I saw Paul George fling more than one shot off the side of a backboard. (laughs) He has five shoes. 
When when did he do that? When did he do that? He in did the this. He did this. Everyone shoots better in the bubble. Look at Warren, but he averaged forty. But bro, sometimes. But if you have a positive, you gotta have a negative with it too. Some people shoot better. That naturally means that some people are gonna shoot worse. I don't know. I don't think Paul George. Yang. I don't think Paul George is that good. Kev. I almost did buy his shoes though. So that's why that you I'm, really just said that. I'm the Kev, biggest Kev. loser here. Let's not. Johnny, don't blow up. I'm not about to blow up. I'm just saying that's wild. <laughs> Call me a hater. Ryan, Ryan, you're going to piss me off, bro. I know, I know. I swear, I sw- Ethan, I feel your pain, bro. Like, this kid has recently actually become my little brother. Like, he, he pisses me off, bro. Ryan, Ryan will, like, purposely make you mad and then, like, be mad at you for being mad at him. I like, know. <laughs> oh my god! It's like this, Jeez, you started bro. this. <laughs> this kid then, will literally be like Johnny. You look bad. I'll just be chilling. I'm not mad at all. Hey, but Johnny, Johnny, you know who else came down and said you look mad? Jalen. Yeah, so because like, he was so- trolling. He'll he'll do some psychoanalysis on you. He'll be like, "Well, look at your posture. You look upset." <laughs> Jeez, bro. Thank you, facts. He thinks he's Mason, and he's not. That's where that's where that's where he gets it wrong Ooh. from. No, I think it's funny to see people pissed off. Nah, I feel like he's just trolling me. Honestly, I don't know about you, but he's he's just straight trolling me and uh, got me one time, and that's that's the only time he's gonna get me. He's got that me was... multiple times because I kind of <laughs> spend a lot of time around him. It's so funny though. Yeah, who cleaned up the kitchen today though? That was you. Yeah. yeah okay. I thought you were about to take credit for it. I was like, what? But <laughs> clean my but, dishes. Real talk, like Ethan said before, like the, the McDonald's metaphor or like some fruit with love and lust. Like, what's easier to go to McDonald's and just pick yourself up a nice little burger, or to make yourself like a nice meal that'll actually be healthy for you and taste good? But it's like that's a lot of work. Nice. It is hard. It's hard, bro. Relationships are not easy. Especially when you're doing it and you don't have, like, confirmation that it's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets hard. Like, it's easy when, like, if you feel in your heart that this is the, the woman or man that God has for you, that's when it gets pretty easy. But it's still hard at that point. Cause then you have to have faith that, like, oh, if God has this person for me, that means they won't um, they won't do me wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm that's something I'm just um locking into. Um because even in uh first Corinthians thirteen it says uh that love um always trusts. It always yes. trusts. Uh it always hopes. So you gotta have that trust in you know, in that person that they won't do you wrong. And you gotta have trust in God that like, you know, they're the person that's meant to, you know, be your forever. Mhm. That's hard. That is hard. Love is hard, man. Everyone thinks it's gonna be easy after you get past that like two month phase, and maybe like disagree on something, or maybe they're acting soft, or you're acting egotistical. That's when things get tough. That's where it gets like if you can make it past like two months, like and then like get through that honeymoon phase, then you're valid. I don't know. Relationship is valid. I don't know about that because I seen I see, especially this year, I've heard of married couples getting divorced at twenty seven years, bro. Yeah, but that's different. I don't know. I I don't know about that, bro. I mean, I guess yes. Obviously, it's different. It's different situations. But I'm just saying, like, if you're not always on your p's and q's, bro, you will get dropped. <laughs> just get dropped off. <laughs> like it's like, bro, it's like playing ones, bro. You can have an eight oh lead. Or like, bro, today we were playing two on two. We had an eight one lead, me and Lance Santa. And then Gus decides to go nuclear, bro. Please not dis- disrespect my boy. What's his name? George. George didn't miss a single shot against me. Do not Actually, disrespect yeah, George, him. No, George went crazy. But nah, when 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 it was just us playing before you guys pulled up, I mean, yeah, he was playing all right, but Gus, I hate like 
complimenting this dude on this thing, bro. Never mind. Don't don't listen to me about Gus. Stop you. Gus, Gus, you're alright, bro. You're alright. Bro right. will wear a blue name no name headband and drop yeah, forty a, on it you. It was a Nike headband. Okay, good. It, thank it wasn't goodness. On me. Thank goodness. Gus, you're alright, bro. I'm gonna get you in the next uh, first to fifty. Johnny, I swear I hit two trizzles that game after we went down eight one two, and then Gus, I hit two trizzles and then Gus scored like six straight to game you. And you know what's crazy? He does this all the time. Like, that's not the, just the first time he's done it. I thought Lansana would have had him on lock, though. I thought we were good. I thought it was just because I was short. That's why he always does it to me. But nah, he does this all the time. I've seen him do this in practices. I've seen him do this when we're just playing pickup. Like, he does it all the time. Winner. Straight winner. It really, I'm not even going to lie, it takes my all to beat that guy all the time. It takes my everything. He pushes me to levels that I didn't even know I could touch, and I just I want to keep going because I, I still don't beat him on a regular basis, and it makes me mad. Do you beat him ever? Yes, I beat him before, yes. Or is it more like a me and Ryan relationship where you'll never beat me? No, I mean, you'll never beat him. No, I beat him multiple times, but it's just not consistent, like, not the in the consistent way that I liked it. I would like it to be. Mm. Never won a game of one on one. No, no, no. I beat him in one on one. I beat him in one on one. Thank God, I beat him in one on one. I feel like that would be embarrassing. I don't, I don't think I could beat. I think I would have a better chance of beating you than Gus. Of beating me in ones. Yeah, you're got an advantage on him. Oh well, yeah, you're like six foot fifty. It's, it's called power. That advantage is power. No, Johnny's got a big black bum though. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something else. You cannot say big and black and not cock. Whoa. Whoa! Yes, you can. Like what? <laughs> he just said it. It came to mind though. Like you cannot. Don't care. It did not come to my mind. It did not. Wrong. Don't lie to yourself. It did not come to my mind. You definitely oinked in your head. You went. <laughs> what does that mean? Seals don't oink, you dummy. They bark. Seals don't bark either. They do. That's not like. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Pull it up. Jamie. I, I'll pull it up, bro. Seal noise on YouTube. Right now. Live in full effect. They, it's, it's like Google seal bark, and it'll be like, it'll come up. I'm Googling seal noise. That's what I'm Googling. Okay, I Googled this, and it goes, why do seals bark? Sea lions, unique barking sounds. They're barking. I guess that kind of is a bark. They call it a bark. <laughs> 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 yeah, I see. Always really barking. Gosh, I think we need to close this out. It's almost an hour, nah, bro. Wait, does anyone else have anything to say about love or lust? Anybody? Dude, lust feels so good in the moment. You're like, man, I'm feeling this. This girl's fine. But it's like the combination of lust and post-nut clarity. And you, when you realize it's lust. I mean, I'm speaking from, I don't think you guys have this the experience that I do. Just, um, But like from my experience, when you hit that post-nut clarity, plus you realize that you really didn't want to be with this person. Man, it hits so heavy. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't recommend. Do you, when you're in that situation of sexy times, do you feel like you're present? Pardon? When you're in the moment of sexy times, do you feel like you're present? I got another story about that, but I don't want to say it. You got wow, it. bro. How are you going to say you have another story about that, but you don't want to say it? Okay, so like, personally from experience, say like, I'm <laughs> sexy times as Ryan likes to say 
You tell them it's absolutely zero play just from that alone. <laughs> Sexy times. Like Sexy times. Because I, because I wouldn't want to end it too fast. I would like try to distract myself so mm-hmm. I can distinctly remember like doing it and be thinking about like food and be like, I could really use some tuna melts right now. <laughs> That's wild. But like I would do it on purpose. So like just so I wouldn't end quick. Yeah, that's <laughs> another, that's another thing about lust. It's, it's a performance. Mm-hmm. It's all a performance. Like, how can I show this person that I'm so great at whatever? Fill in the blank. Slang and meat. Slang and meat, or I don't know, like just sweeping her off her feet. Like it's just it's all performance, even on the girl side as well. But love so is could, really like love is really genuine and vulnerable, and like you can share some of your like weirdest stories. Like, <laughs> just thinking about a couple of them, you can just share some crazy stories with each other that you wouldn't share with anyone else. I just shared that with you guys right now. <laughs> yeah, that's love. That's real love. <laughs> you show you shared it with whoever's gonna listen to this. Yeah, bro. Probably about like eighteen people. Eighteen people I know that I think about tuna melts when I'm having sex. No, sexy times. <laughs> oh, sexy times. Sorry. You put the sex goggles on, and it's sexy time. I don't have sex goggles. I don't know what you have, but <laughs> Ryan kind of just exposed himself. Where do you buy those? <laughs> How did I? What did I expose? Nothing. That you have sexy goggles. Is that like a? Can you get those at like Walmart? Like, yeah, bro. Is that like what store do you get? Is that dollar store? Can you get that dollar? You store? know those like masks that go over your nose and eyes? No. Like that you wear swimming, like those. Swim oh, masks. like a like a like actual goggles. <laughs> yeah, they protect you from anything. What about STDs? Yep. Magic Johnson was definitely not worth <laughs> Oh, man. Not my boy Magic. Somebody get Magic a pair of skidoos. <laughs> not my boy Magic, man. All right. We, we about to end this off. That was the final That was the final straw? Magic was not wearing skidoos. I mean, goggles. we talking about Magic now. <laughs> so you just thought we were going to be serious, eh? This is... <laughs> But nah, yeah, lo- love or lust. People out there, whoever's listening to this, just, just, just think about that. Think about that real quick. You know, all your friendships, relationships. Um, think about, think about what I talked about earlier on, like, if it's kind of impatient, rushed. Um, if there's a lack of trust, uh, just think about those things and check it, and check your intentions with it. Yes, check do, I, do I want love? Yeah, seeking a quickie, like because you got to realize that. Check yourself, know yourself, as Drake would say, know yourself, know your worth. Yo, I know Drake does not live by his word because it's probably from Ghost Riders, but wow, he's, he, he's, wow. Out, he's out there he's with um, Drizzy now. Wow, Armani's mom, Armani, yeah. You know, fu- Drake's business is Drake's business. Renting out the a stadium, the New York Mets stadium. That's he's a like, baller move. He's like that. This is dropping off relatively quick. Let's end it now. Cut it off early. <laughs> no, thirty more seconds, Ethan. What's your last point? Thirty more seconds for the my hour. last point. Yeah. Um. Freestyle right now. Freestyle right now. No, I don't like it. Okay, no. no I'm not going to freestyle. I'm not going to freestyle. Drop the beat. Give me a word. This sounds like he's pooing. Chicken. You have 10 seconds. Chicken. See your girl with love. I'm dicking. Bruh, bruh. Hold on, bruh. Nah, I did- nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Not cool. Nah, 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 nah. All right, we we out of here, y'all. I see no problems with that line. <laughs> I have, have a great have a great day, week, night, whatever. Um, Stay beautiful. If you watch to this, like you're a real one. Like DM me a squid emoji. A squid.
Yeah. And I I don't know. I might I don't know. You'll just be cool. What's the IG? What's my IG? If you don't know my IG, I don't know then. And just don't DM me then. Simple. Uh at Jonathan Houghton. At Ethan Brown 13 or Ethan dot Brown 13 at Ryan Brown 2. Alright, bye guys. See ya. Having the NBA. Elvis is